today's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast and interactive Twitch stream where you get to change the story and help hinder or harass our players. I'm Carla, I'm the GM, and this is my world. And around the table are my players who are going to introduce themselves. My amazing players. Amazing. Everyone, I'm Lena, and I play Andromar, the changing druid. And I am amazing. Thank you. That's true, guys. Hi, I'm Wednesday, and I play the amazing Aloran Skyvale, who isn't amazing as a more paladin. So there we go, times two. I'm Nelly. I play Kira Nightingale, the half-elf sorcerer, and I too am amazing, but I'm also like smart and tall, and I'm very striking, and apparently I make people blush. Okay, we'll just see our way into combat. Kira, Aloran has reached for his sword as he got a fright because he is suffering from basically picking up on the anxiety slash fear of the town. Laban has pushed out his... I drew it. I fell off my chair, drew my sword. Andromach looks shocked, but also we were discussing, but why though? And You should know better. (laughs) Don't make assumptions on behalf of my character. My character is currently shocked. As... Laban pulls his chair back and is rising to stand. And he looks, as he was already looking quite tired and slightly on edge, Kira, you can see, is a powder keg waiting to go up. I'm going to step between Aloran and the table where the guildmaster is and just say, like, we mean no harm. My colleague is just highly strong. Yes. And I'm going to hold an action in case I need to grapple Aloran. I almost a reactive thing. Grapple okay. him safely. Yeah, I don't want to stab myself. Safely grapple a man with a sword. So guys, yeah. I just want to put this out there. Who is going to touch Aloran now? Okay, please roll persuasion. You're still going to hold your action, but just roll it for me as well. At a disadvantage because this man is Oi. looking like That's he wants rude. to stab. Oh, Aloran, not the killed master. Eleven. That then brings it to Andromach. Andromach is still a little in shock, but she's going to turn to Adoran and say, I, I, I didn't mean to touch you. Uh, look, uh, I, I'm sorry, okay? I, I'm sorry. Just put, put the sword down. No, no. You, you can relax as well. You can relax as well. And then Andromach is also just going <laughs> to hold her action. Okay, cool. Please also roll persuasion for me. 13. That then brings it to... I'm going to actually let Alaren go first as a surprise round. I have a question, Carla. Yes. So you said Alaren's been infected by this anxiety, right? Infected is maybe too strong a word. It just... You know, like a when you... to him. Yeah, you know, like when you walk into a hospital and it's so quiet and maybe you were outside and you were like laughing about the fact that I wrote the words Golden Blessing Buzz Juice on my GM notes and I don't know what it is. Okay. And then you walk into a hospital and then you're like, oh shit, I gotta be quiet. Yeah, so it kind of is sitting with you, but it's not necessarily like Cthulhu fear. So it hasn't completely overwhelmed me. Okay, no, that's fine. I just wanted to double check. Oh, Lauren drops his sword. 
he's never dropped it before, guys. This is a, this is a real thing. Because he realizes that one of the reasons he's feeling so anxious is the previous discussions about the city in the sky. So he was already on edge before he even arrived. So he's just going to drop his sword and it is going to make a big loud noise because it is a giant great sword. I just want to sigh a big sigh of relief. (laughs) Everyone flinches, sees Laban flinch ever so slightly and then he settles back into his chair and says, as we drop out of initiative, I assume, Lauren, nothing. No, I'm just going to stand there looking super awkward and feeling guilty that I dropped my sword. Okay. Yeah, so those persuasion rolls were enough to make Laban hold his action for a moment. As he sits down and he says, don't worry, the fear has become almost palpable in in the town. No one knows who who the killer could be. And no one trusts each other anymore. Well, we're here to help you, so what can you tell us, Guildmaster? Sit. Uh, Perhaps you should sit. And then he sort of flicks his fingers and the fireplace roars to life. He points to you, Lauren, and he says, perhaps you should sit by the fireplace. I'm going to go and stand by the fire because, as I said, I feel very awkward. So I'd rather not actively be looking in the direction of the man I almost killed by accident. He says, well, I'm not sure how much the guild told you in Affluenzo. We were told that there was a killing here uh, not so long ago, and we had recently come from our own uh, mission thinking we had found one of the main assailants. And when this happened, we realized there may be more people than we expected that's involved in this um, killing spree. Uh, Well, I'm... I'm not sure if you know, and this is one of the main reasons for uh, the fear, warranted or or not. Um, The victim from our town was actually, and he looks around, even though the office is closed, and he waits a bit, and he says, a changeling. Yes, we did hear about that. I realized that people were concerned that maybe an intergroup attack, and they think it might be another changeling, but... And because... has the poker face on right now. Oh, North Star, Nelly knows, Aloran doesn't know that um, Andromach is a changeling. We are of the mind that the victim's background has no bearing on actually who the killer is and what the killer's background actually is. Look, um, be that as it may, um, I I was told that you've had some experience with with the killers and or killer, but be that as it may, this person was living under guys in our town for twenty years, and no one knew, not even his wife. So, well, you can imagine he probably did that for his own safety, but I understand your concerns now. So everyone in the town is suspicious, both of each other and outsiders, because what can be le- can be believed now? Alarm is going to turn, and he's going to say, "Excuse me, master, but we believe that we know who the actual serial killer is, and I can assure you that it is no changeling." And how have you come to this conclusion? 
I'm gonna just give like a lore and a surreptitious like glare, like surreptitious glare. How surreptitious? I turn around looking towards Lauren so that the, the guild master can't see my face, but I'm like glaring at him. Like, with my eyes, I'm trying to communicate. Do not hang mention on. my mother. Hang on, hang on. I'm, I need to see how. Gesturing very, gesturing with my face. Alaren says, one of our colleagues that died on our hunt for the, for who was believed to be the serial killer, a one Banquo, was discovered that she had relations with the actual serial killer. It was in fact her mother. He pauses a moment and he's going to say, first, I'm going to assume when you said she had relations, you meant relationship. Yes, relationship. Yes, those are two very different things. Mm, I don't know. They seem, their family seems a bit odd. And then <laughs> he kind of, his one eye just very like slightly twitches like, yeah. what? Well, what Lauren thinks in his mind is they hadn't spoken to each other in such a long time. She had no idea her mother was a serial killer. And there was something about her dad being a crab, so he's just, like, made it up in his own mind um, that a relationship would not describe the, the, <laughs> the fact that the situation. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, this poor guildmaster is now thinking, incest is best? What's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah, he's confused. He turns to you, Andromach, and to you, Kira, and says, care to shed any more light on this? Uh, yes, my colleague is still a bit uh, shaken up, so please don't mind his rambling. We, we have discovered that who we thought to be the killer Banquo was only a part in this entire exercise. And the true uh, puppet master uh, may be my mother. And then you just see the cogs ticking ever so slightly. And my estranged mother. Chat, uh, Penhead, because he, he, they were here first and they asked. Um, uh, they already mentioned over or under. Because Penhead said under, I rolled 55. It's close. He's not going to attack you immediately. Not yet. That's great. Not I'm, yet. I'm on high alert now. You can see, because you're watching him, you can see he's sort of stiffened his back. He's no longer like leaning into the seat. And he's sort of made his hands free to cast and he turns and he says I think you'd better start very slowly at the beginning and I'm sure there's some more intimate details you could leave out and he Just looks at clear, you there was, there's, there's no incest in this family as far as I'm aware I, I just <laughs> I, I, I can't let that as, as Sir, a, please. Alaren looks please. shocked. He's like, oh my gosh, is that another thing that the family's like trying to hide? He's absolutely shocked. His whole face is just like words. And he like, still has a poker face on, but you can see that uh, she's struggling to maintain like a, a emotionless. You can see her eyes like twitching in the corner of her mouth. So, like She's struggling very hard to remain neutral right now. As the GM, can I just add, say, I love that you were like, not that I know of. Instead of just like relieving everyone's fears and you were like, there's definitely none of that. You're like, that I know of. 
But the thing is, I'm, I'm estranged now. I, I'm questioning things as well. I've had time to think about it. I'm like, I don't know. I, my mother, I don't know my family anymore for all I know. But with me, there's been no interference. But I, anyway, yep. I, this is just like, like my rambling. And I thought like, let me just state there's no incest as far as I know. But yeah. yeah. North yeah. Star agrees. That does not inspire confidence. <laughs> he says, um, but you're... Paladin had mentioned relations. Uh, between mother and daughter. Simply as mother and daughter, sir. Uh, I don't think that word means what you think it means, sir. It looks at you, I'm Alarm. thinking very deeply about this word now. I'm just like, does this mean now? I'm not sure. Maybe I did use the right word. Um, um, sir, he, he has been, he's but a sheltered young man who does not know much of the world. Please uh, forgive him in his ways. I'll do like a too long didn't read explanations talking about how we found at some point I might like motion the, the clockwork, the clockwork yeah. instrument, and then how it turns out Stasi actually had one in her, and it turns out the my mother, who I don't want to associate with anymore, was actually experimenting on her children. And but I'm okay. Don't worry, I'm fine. And I was like, wow. Now he's also worried. He's like his face is even more like you can almost see the sweat. Be- maybe because he's standing too close to the fire, but also maybe because <laughs> he's really like not sure now. I did get some forewarning of what you had thought but mm-hmm. not quite as clearly as this. Please roll persuasion because I agree, North Star. You are not inspiring <laughs> confidence here, Kira. Like, no, I'm just, guys, it's I'm also sweating. Because like, like, I'm, like, I'm trying to think, like, I'm still deal, gra- grappling with this myself. I don't know if I can tell other people I swear I'm a good person and my oh. family's not out to kill the entire like continent. But I don't know. As an aside, Lauren is very proud of Kira. So, I mean, is acknowledging that, that her, her mother's a murderer. She was so uptight about it before. I'm very proud of her. Lauren is very proud of her, too. Thank you. Because I, I almost thought, let me just lie my way through it. But that's, that doesn't help anyone. And they'll eventually find out. So let me just... Yeah, you see. You see. Morals, morals of the story. Yet, <sighs> this yes. is a man you've just met. He doesn't I know, know you. <laughs> And that's how It's a disadvantage. Did I mention that? Can I give her an inspiration from my side? I'll allow it, but then that just means you have no more inspiration. I need your inspiration already, please, because this one roll is terrible, so please. Thank you. Because I, I rolled a that's one, guys. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> 24. Is this a real 24? Or is this a Nelly's GMing Star Wars 24? (laughs) You know what? That's never going to die. That was the one time because you guys were not getting to the end of the story and I had to like fudge some stuff to move it it along. No, because I'm actually, I have very high persuasion and I finally rolled like a 19. When you mentioned the clockwork, I rolled 86, so it was still over. He was like, okay, all right. That sort of tracks with what what we found and the uh, secretary did phone it through then when you were like and then my sister had one inside her he rolled a 27 and then his hands were like getting ready to be like you know in in the movies when they cast like lightning out their fingertips (gasps) through sheer earnestness i guess as you continue talking put him somewhat at ease 
Like lots of sweat and almost tears, guys. He takes it as you're being genuine. He's going to say, and how sure are you that you are not equally? And he's looking for the word and then he just sort of lets it rest there. I admit I've been um, struggling with that myself. I was hoping that you might, you or some of your colleagues could help me by doing a scan of some sort to make, give me some peace of mind, but also to perhaps alleviate your own concerns. He says, we probably should, before I allow you any further into the town and the building, I should probably also check each of you. Um, it appears if if one member of your party has been compromised, guys. just going to like, you know, raise raise her hand to like interrupt the the guild master. Yes. Um, I I I just wanted to let you know that I only joined the group recently. I didn't know about any of this. Well, apparently I'm neither did they. Lauren is going to corroborate um, with what Andromach is saying. Okay, I'm going to need you, the two of you, to roll a very high persuasion check. Oh, wow, guys. You're just like dropping us all on If me. only I had some inspiration. <laughs> if I'm only. I to use my inspiration. Chats, I don't know, Chad, if, if you want to give. But chat's like, Andromach. No, no, I've got one, so I'm going to use such, one. You guys are such... Can I swear? Because I feel like oh, severely wrong. Guys, I just used my inspiration and got exactly the same role. <laughs> hmm. uh, Gamer Teddy says, Andrew Mark also seems hella sus right now. I got to be honest. As soon as no, someone's sus. like, I don't know them that well, I just can't. <laughs> I would be like, first suspect, you're going to go first. <laughs> and this is how we play right Among now. Us in d so I got, mm-hmm. I got nine. I got four. Nelly, fine. But unless you get a natural 20, this is not going to be helpful. But you could. It could happen. I'm trying to help you help yourselves. This is why you don't vent in front of other people. 13. Oh. (laughs) Guildmaster, with this news, should you not scan all your people since you have concerns? That is perhaps not a... Bad idea. However, I believe we shall start with the three of you. And he sort of waves away any objections from Andromach and he says, be that as it may, it is better to be safe than sorry. As your companion so clearly put, we're going to be scanning and casting it on everyone in the town. North Star Gamer Teddy are saying, can't Andromach like give herself like really persuasive eyes, like uh, Shrek cat vibes. Look, guys, you can send them some inspiration their way. You can help them. You just choose not to. Okay, Gamer Teddy says, each one can get inspiration. I'm asking and begging and pleading that you use it now. But Gamer Teddy says, you are making a pact with them, with them, not with me. You need uh-huh. to deserve this inspiration later. So we want, like, key oh, role-playing awesomeness. Oh, sorry. They want gossip. Gamer Teddy wants the gossip, yeah? Guess. What do you want, Gamer Teddy? You want that good stuff. I'll, find, I'll get you that good yeah. stuff. That good role-playing stuff. I mean, hmm. I need everyone to get over 14. 18. 16. <laughs> I got 12. These are the two who stuffed up. It shouldn't be me, actually. I, I would try it from my attempt. 
Okay, so so what happens is he leans over and he uses his message device. Does anyone speak Gnomish? Nope. No. Nope. As he says some things into the message, he hears a reply. Then he turns and he says, your idea is very sound and good. Unfortunately, I am probably the only one capable enough to cast this ritual. Um, we just want the killer found. So I will cast it on you. Um, he points to you, Kira. And should your investigation run long, I will cast it on your compatriots this evening. Or Thank you. as soon as I've completed. And then you can just see he looks tired as he uh. thinks about how many people are in the guild, in the town. And he says, uh, and I suppose my next stop after uh, casting it on you is to go cast it on Zetu. Uh, uh, Zetu is the, the murdered victim's wife. Oh. All right, I suppose no time like the present. He turns and he says, I'm going to have to ask the two of you to wait outside. Alaren is going to pick up his sword and hold the door open for Andromach to step through it. Andromach, all too gratefully and just a little bit too fast, like rushes out the door. As you exit, you see a gnome running towards you from down the corridor, but very obviously one of those like, I'm not running, but I'm running because they don't want their shoes to make a lot of noise in the corridor. They rush up towards you to wait with you outside the door. And in a very curt manner, the gnome says, I'm here to wait with you and make sure you don't try anything funny. Which is interesting considering the, the gnome is knee height. It's also interesting because Lauren does not understand funny. So he's just going to nod very confusedly. Before you leave the room, he says, it will probably take 10 minutes. He is then going to ask you to grab a seat, Kira. And then he's going to reach out and he's going to say, uh, this is a touch casting. Um, are you willing? I'm going to just reach my arm out so he doesn't touch anything else. Guys, he was going to like touch you on the shoulder, man. In all the rule books, it always says like, if it needs to be cast on a willing creature, I'm like, assumedly you ask them unless they're dying. Yeah. And then I assume if you're casting <laughs> healing, they're going to be willing. Okay, so he's going to sort of crouch down in front of you and he's going to hold your hand in his two. You realize, though, it's a variation on detect magic and identification. You know from being in the guild that oftentimes healers would use this to search for sickness. You can sense that he's not using any healing spells within it. So it's a pure magic mm. mechanical search. Lena and... Wednesday, is there anything you'd like to do in the corridor? I'm going to remove my helm and actually sit down on the ground so that I am at a closer height level to the gnome. For two reasons. The one is that I'm actually really anxious and quite exhausted. <laughs> and the second is out of respect for the man because you should always, as men, look at each other eye to eye. You assume it's a male gnome as far as you know gnomes. Andromach is a little bit too restless at the moment to sit still so she is going to just pace like up and down up and down like in little circles in front of the door 
And then every now and then she'll turn to Lauren and say, um, do, do you think she's okay? Do we she's have fine. to wait here? She's part of the shadows. Why would they mistreat one of their own? Well, I don't know. He looked very nervous. The gnome is just going to sort of lean against a wall as much as a really short person can lean and cross their arms and look at you like you two are sus. And then just to be like, you know, like a bounce at a club when you say, I'm waiting for my friend to bring my tickets. <laughs> All right. Because I rolled over, Nelly, you have a chance here. He is deep in concentration. And as he starts going, you realize that this kind of casting almost puts you into a, a, a stupor while you're in it because you send your mind and spirit searching for it through your magical link to the person, which is probably why he sent the people out the room and sent for a guard because you heard the other voice in the corridor. Roll perception for me. 17. You notice that he looked quite calm and casual as he started, but then some consternation appears on his face and his brow furrows, and you think you're seeing a slight bit of sweat, but it could be because the room is warm, because the fire's still going. So when you started to see him concentrate super hard, you thought maybe it would be a good idea to kind of cast your senses inwards. Please roll Arcana for me. What do you do? 23! I'm so glad, but I don't know what you're going to do. Like, you're going to have this information, but even me, I don't know what you're going to do with this information. You think to yourself, you could jump on his magical link because it's inside, like, inside you. You think you're going to try and see because you want to know, right? And he said casting time would be about five more minutes. So you're thinking, I'm just going to peek and then I'll, I'll be out. Make a wisdom saving throw for me. 16. Basically, Northstar says you're hijacking the scrying detect magic identify spell to become a co-peeper. Co-peeper. I'm a co-pilot. With that, we'll save. You are a co-pilot, so you can control it to a degree. It's not like an x-ray where you see, like, you know, your ribs and things like that. It's more like those chakra pictures, those astral projection pictures that you see on the internet mm -hmm. where the person becomes see-through and then they have like electricity bursting wherever there's magic or, you know, something like that. So he's very methodically traveling through your right foot and was methodically looking, searching the right side of your body. And then now he's moving to the left side of your body. And you realize the consternation started sort of at your solar plexus. And then now he's going down the left side of your body from your head. So he's going to get to the solar plexus very fast. You can see some magical, almost like a flicker in your solar plexus area on the left. Mm -hmm. That is magic that shouldn't be there. Because, I mean, your body is infused with magic as you are a magical being. What color do you want your magic to be? Blue. So if the rest of your magic is blue, there is this dark purple flicker. You know that purple that looks like it could almost be midnight blue? And you can recognize it as it has a very similar feeling to, to Stasi and okay. to family magic. 
And the reason why he was struggling to wade through the right side is that there was so much of your own magic on the right side of your solar plexus. It was thick, like he was wading through that. And now you see that this side is quite clear because it almost appears as if your magic was moved so that this piece could sit there. You realize it's not a clockwork. Roll insight for me. <laughs> Two. Okay, we're going to keep the mystery alive. That's cool. You recognize it's some family magic sitting within your magical pool. You know it's not an actual clockwork. You don't know what it is. You don't know how he will react if he finds it. Can I direct him elsewhere? Like, make him seem like he just skipped over that part? Because I am co-piloting. You know what? We'll find out next week. I asked Chad if you were experimented on, and they said yes. So what they give with one hand, they taketh away. (laughs) (laughs) Chad does deserve inspiration, guys. I send you electric inspiration. If you get five chat points, you can you can add something to the game. I won't like ignore if it's super crazy. <laughs> Sit with love. I don't think Sit that's with a love. good thing, Carla. I will adjust what? it. I will adjust it, but I won't ignore it. This is why they're here. They came for this. <laughs> they came I'm for the control. I'm because scared. I'm scared. I'm afraid now. They would use that inspiration for evil. In place of a dark DM, you would have a dark chat. All would love us and despair. (laughs) It's it's like Lady Galadriel. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, we're going to bring this to a close. (laughs) Huge thank you to my chat. You go to our chat, (laughs) not my chat. Although we're we're the best. That's your chat. (laughs) Uh, You make everything an adventure and... Thanks for making uh, Kira experimented on because this situation, even <laughs> I was tense. Um, yeah. A huge thank you to my players. Andrewbach, um, Lena, thank you for not metagaming and being, <laughs> and like, <laughs> Kira. That was amazing. Yeah, because I'm just like, guys, this is very bad for you if this happens. And Kira's Ooh. like, you should check everybody. And I was like, everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Everyone? <laughs> I was trying to say that part, guys. I'm trying to deflect all the like, tension off of me. Like, hey, let's spread out. I think all your people are sad. Look at us. You I'm literally sus. just told the guy that your mom is the You are the sus. Killer, and you go like, no, no, but I'm innocent. But I at least promise. I didn't do it. You see, I didn't, I didn't do it this time. You pulled a sword. I, I just felt like, I felt like, I thought Lauren, I thought you were going to do it. I was like, let me just like, do it now because like he's gonna say it in a weird awkward way as he does and just make it sound like i've got relations with my mother too or something so no yeah i mean you're not wrong i decided oh. technically you i didn't even state you were related to that story <laughs> i just said one of my former colleagues compared to what you said lauren's stuff was actually pretty mild mannered and anonymous mm-hmm. and then you went to make it Super personal and specific. Like, oh, Lauren's gonna lose it. I thought Lauren's like, oh yeah, one of, her, one of our my colleagues' relationships. And by the way, it's her. I was waiting for you to like just turn on like dun dun dun. <laughs> just in like, like, moment that happened, you went like, it's me or my family at least. <laughs> that, like, oh, Lauren, why are you being so successful? This is not Lauren. I was like, I should just damn it. If you enjoyed this, please remember to share it with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. Listen to our podcast, rate and review us on your favorite and not so favorite podcast app. Follow us on all the socials at Dum Dum Die, spelled D U M D U M D I E. We'll be here next week. 
Thank you so much for being here. And as always, I hope you have a most amazing week filled with adventure. And I'm going to end it with uh, what Gamer Teddy says, sweet dreams, sweet sus children. Mm-hmm.